The views expressed on this Turnbuckle Tabloid live stream or Turnbuckle Tabloid podcast episode do not reflect the views, thoughts, or opinions of the RageWorks brand, including the RageWorks podcast network, RageWorks content partners, advertisers, and affiliates. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Yo, this is Tom, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Turnbuckle Tabloid. Three, two, one. What's going on, everybody? My name is Theodore Lampert. I'm the man that you need. I'm the man that you desire. I'm the man that will push you to the limits of not doing the things you want to do. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I am the unmotivational speaker of all the masses. Anybody needs to be unmotivated? I am the man for you. Theodore Lampert. I am the man that can get you to places where you don't want to be because you are either unmotivated like myself or just generally just say, hey, fuck it. Somebody agree with me when I say I don't want to do something. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you got your man in charge here. Theodore Lampert. I am an individual who knows his place and knows his worth. And basically my worth is about as low as dog shit on a corner of a store with heat and garbage dripped and riddled all over it but yet still I find a way to help others know and realize they ain't shit either take a listen to a few of my individuals who've been a part of Theodore Lambert's unmotivational speaking courses hello my name is Ayo Atumbe I was one who did not know his self-worth. I must tell you, I did not understand why was it that I was really working hard and killing myself for many, many different days and different jobs in different areas of my career. But then I listened to Theodore Lambert and his motivational speaking courses. And I must tell you, I really know I ain't shit. After listening to this man, I said, why the fuck am I doing so much? He sat there and told me the realness with me that I said to myself, wow, what the fuck am I doing? I need to stay my ass home and watch Springer and some Prices Right. Oh, Drew Carey is a very funny man. Very funny man. But even still, I stopped doing the other jobs that I did, like drive a cab, work for Verizon, work for the the Spectrum Cable Company, work with a shellacking floors, work at the local supermarket, work for MTA, uh, put out fires in my neighborhood, walk the dogs, feed the chickens that my Spanish neighbor has, throw out the garbage, do uh, superintendent work at Trump Tower. I... I know it sounds like a lot, but I really wasn't doing enough work. But 
when I listen to Mr. Lampert's tapes and his videos and his audio, I said, I need to cut back down. I don't need to do this shit no more. I don't want to be motivated. Thank you, Mr. Lampert. Take a listen to another unhappy client who was happy that he heard from Theodore Lampert's unmotivational speaking. This generation needs someone like me. Oh, Goyam, let me tell you, I've been running so many businesses out here. I had seven buildings that I had to look over. I had certain individuals that I needed to be on top of because they were being very goyish. But I say one thing to you. After listening to Theodore Lampert's unmotivational speaking courses, I must say, I felt as though there was more sugar not going on. There was people in my life that I needed to sit there and say, look, I'm not doing it anymore. I am done. I am finished with all this stuff. And I must say to you, it's been a great thing for Hiram. Hiram has learned that I am not doing shit for no one anymore. If your building is crap, I'm going to leave it crap. That's just the way it is. It is just going to be bubbler and goyish for anybody else. And all of the things that I need to be done for your building as a superintendent or a landlord, I will not be doing anymore because Hiram will not be motivated. Thank you, Theodore Lambert. Theodore Lambert is here for all you people who think you're too high for yourself, who feel as though that, yeah, I can do everything. Well, you know what? Theodore Lambert gonna knock that shit off your shoulder. You know that chip you had there? Gone, because I'm knocking it out the box. Because you don't need it. I'll let you know you ain't shit, your family ain't shit, and anybody around you ain't shit, and they gonna make you shit as well. Theodore Lambert's unmotivational speaker for hire. Make sure you get me, and if not, you're gonna regret it, because you know what? That really proves you ain't shit. Buy my stuff now. Make me rich for $89.99 on each packet. It's going to be worth it. Theodore Lambert, unmotivational speaker to the masses. Fuck y'all. This paid advertisement was brought to you by... The regular season sportscast. What's going on, listeners? This is Kyle Davis of the NWA, and you are listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. You're making smart choices. Thanks for doing that. I need you to do it. Follow me. Follow them. We got this, baby. Turnbuckle Tabloid cutting a promo. Well, what a difference a day make. I um, just as I thought I was done with. The segment because there was uh I, I I for cutting a promo the night before I did a scathing scathing breakdown of what's going down in WWE. Uh, it, it, you guys already know it's it's already out there. It's out there in the world. In case you you missed it, uh, WWE Hefe the man. The myth, the legend himself, Vince McMahon, is in is in a quandary. Seems as though that there's been some allegations, sexual allegations, and investigations going down uh, involving himself, the one known as Johnny Ace, Sean Laurinaitis, and a few others. And it's gotten so messy that even 
insider trading, uh, you know, stocks being sold. It was up to, I believe it was like 2.1 million stocks were sold before the news article went out detailing the investigation, seeing as though that um, Vince and his crew are up to shenanigans. And in my previous recording in which I basically just went on a rant to say, this isn't new. You know, I've, I've, I, I, someone sent me the article and I was like, yeah, I'm following this. I said, but we've known for years that Vince is a viejo sucio, meaning he's a dirty old man. And he's been like that for years. And we've heard stories. We've heard tales. Hell, there was a, um, a, a rumor that a certain referee back in the eighties, a female referee who was trying to make her bones in the, in the business, uh, was the, discussing business with Vince in a limo and when she refused uh some uh, uh uh a sexual advance by Vince and also the possibility of giving him some head uh he basically raped her uh, so like I said this is rumors and speculation but you know there, there's there's been stuff tied to him for the longest time and you know, people are like, well, you know, it's hard to believe because he's a married man. Him and Linda have not been a couple for many, many years. It's it's what's the, the, the old adage. The old adage is cheaper to keep them. And rather than just divorce, and they're old, they're that old school kind of relationship where it's like, hey, you know what, fucking, yeah, I ain't fucking you, you ain't fucking me, we're old already. We just make money and that's it. So they... They don't. They don't believe in that fucking divorce thing. It, 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 it's it, it. It'll be messy, and they don't want. They don't want to be messy. But this. This is worse. This is fucking worse. So apparently they, you know, they 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 had a woman come in and um was hired uh, apparently to do paralegal work, and then um, a liaison, uh, you may say, uh, or somewhat of the um. Of uh, of that culture uh, was was there, and then some kind of uh, interaction occurred, and uh, after that, it is said, quote unquote, that she was passed over to John Laronitis as a toy, like a toy. Uh, they gave her a position with him, bumped her salary, and when things got ugly, yeah, they had her sign an NDA, non disclosure agreement, and. Uh, paid her off a million dollars the first year and uh, a few more hundreds of thousands of dollars and uh, during the years which most likely equated to about three million dollars uh, with that being said this was already seemed to be already um coming up to surface and people who on the inside had already made plans to start selling their fucking stocks and um, one person in particular right now that's being eyeballed is Kevin Dunn, the Bucky Beef Beaver bastard who loves to fuck people over and has no fucking clue what wrestling is. But I digress. He's under the fucking um, the federal thumbprint or thumbnail right now of, of investigation because insider trading is not good. You're not supposed to do that. 
if you know something that's going on at the inside, you can't fucking uh, um, handle business that way. I never understood the the whole um, legalities of that, but apparently, yeah, it's not good. So that happening, and it, it like, I, and I mentioned, I said, why are people surprised? I I I, I know that you know, it's wrestling, but also you have a man and his team that have a company that's worth billions of dollars. White man in power with money. It kind of goes hand in hand when it comes to uh, uh, um, sexual prowess and and power and um, dominance and such. Okay, let me not just say white man in power. But but it's, yeah, that's when it mostly does occur. Yeah, I'm sorry, but it's true. But even still, um, Vince... And his goons, because I don't, I don't even understand why the fuck they brought Laurinaitis in. I don't understand it. Never did. I never, you know, while following wrestling and following the ins and outs of the back, I've, I've always heard tales, and then we, we've seen it with his presentation, especially when it came to the women, of how he presented them and such. And it's just a big fucking jerk off session for him. You know, when the divas came out, all he did was look at fucking swimsuit models and said, hey, you guys could be, you know, wrestlers. And it's like, dude, fuck, like, really? Is it is it, are you really that hard up, pun intended, for fucking women and, 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 and female interaction? Like, what? How? How did we bring this guy back knowing that the women in the past hated him? And hated the fact of the business that he did. It's 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 mind boggling. Hell, we we've even heard as recently of the conversation they were having in NXT about how they want to sex up the the women's division, and it's like, who are you catering to? Are you catering to you know young men? Uh, the 21 to 49 demo or is it you're you're still catering to kids are we still like you're 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 in a quandary yourself you don't know who to fucking cater to these days but let johnny ace come in he'll know what to do it's, it's um it's fucking gross honestly it's really fucking disgusting you've come to the realization that an individual like this a man like this has brought such such a mess to the the just the woman and the talent there that now you were you you have you you had to justify the reason why he was there and no one appreciated no one liked it now some are tying this to the Sasha Naomi thing and some even tying it to uh, a tweet that was made by Nia Jax not too long ago about uh, being a, a woman in power and how to shush money and stuff like that. So which basically said that, you know, someone knew of certain things. I still am wholeheartedly against what Sasha Naomi did, because at the end of the day, you do the job and you do what you got to do. But at the same time. And like I mentioned it before, after you do the job, you go to the boss and you say, listen, I can't work with this fucking guy. 
Can't work with them. And if if the majority of the of the women's locker room felt the same way, they should have did the same shit. I can't work with this fucking guy. And just say, you know what? Do what you got to do. I, I it, it's it's preposterous that we're dealing with a man like this. But now we see why we can do that, right? Because Vince is, you know, that's his pal. That that that's my that's my buddy, and. You know, it's you know the wolves in the fucking in the in the hen house. They would have protected each other through and through. But you, in that case, I would see the next night Tuesday be like, listen, you 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 don't handle this shit, we out of here. Nonetheless, we now get the reports that Vince has voluntarily stepped down as CEO and chairman of WWE and Stephanie McMahon will now replace him as the CEO and chairman. This comes as a shock because not too long ago, Stephanie moved away and and stepped down saying she had to deal with family issues, um, which led to many to believe that on her way out, that many on the many of the higher ups were burying her and uh dragging her name in the mud um due to poor marketing and quarterly reports of of sales um but yet she's back she's the Eric Bischoff I'm back and better than ever this is this is not good. Not not that it's not good that Stephanie's taking over for for the time being. Because yes, that's it's it's a play. It's 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 a power move. It's to show that hey, I, I, I'm not a feminist. I mean, I'm not a misogynist. I, I I believe in women in power. Look, my daughter's running my company now. It's it's a power move. It's to look as though that once the investigation is going, it's like there's no. Um, malice against women and such, which we've all known for years that it has been already. But you know, we put Stephanie there. Um, that was strategic, and um, don't fucking hold your breath, people, because Vince is still in, still involved in creative. He it's already mentioned that he's still um in 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 part. And, and embroidered into the creative aspect. So does it mean that the fucking company is going to change on a dime? Nope, not going to happen. Vince still got his fucking greasy hands involved in that shit. I wonder if he's going to be at Gorilla, though. I wonder if he's going to be in the back. Or does he, do, does he do creative from a distance? That would be interesting. Hmm. And apparently, um, Vince has yet to address the talent as of yet because it, it seems as though that many of the locker room had um said that they were unaware of what was going on which they shouldn't because they you know that's higher up that's corporate shit i always say that's out of my tax bracket and that's out of my fucking uh, pay rage for for me to know shit like that i think um i you go out there wrestle um do it for the fans sell your merch and keep it pushing but uh so apparently there's there's possible discussions of vince talking to the talent and uh moving forward <laughs> this is ugly this is just really really ugly some are even comparing this to the steroid um 
um, investigations and the court casing that uh, the court cases that uh, occurred in the um, early 90s where Vince almost had, you know, to give up the company. And uh, Jerry Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett's father, was actually in line to take over the company if Vince had to do prison time. They already had a, they were ever already having their ducks lined up in a row to do that. So this yeah, this this could be something extra special and extra saucy, ladies and gentlemen. Um I'm more shocked because I thought the uh the alpha male Vince would not have stepped down. I would have thought that, you know, he would have been as he's always been, um Teflon Vince and just kept it pushing, but apparently not. I guess he sees the writing on the wall when it came to that. Um, some also speculate, is this a possibility of the return of Triple H? Would Hunter be making his um, return around this time? Maybe to help with the creative? Maybe? Hmm. That would be interesting as well. Would this also um, be just an interim for Stephanie? Or is this something that they could possibly see? Uh, going forward in the future, or is um the Mortal Kombat fucking ladder climber uh uh Nick uh, Nick Khan making his way up to to knock off fucking um fucking Shang Tsung and um <laughs> and uh, and the rest of the crew? So um that's um it's interesting. It's very very interesting how this is going out, and it does not look like it's stopping there. Does not look like it's going to stop there. And there's more coming down the way. And of course, I am all over this shit. Oh, man. Listen, I've been saying it for the longest. It's all about the wrestling. And, 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 and it's sad because we now see too much going on uh, with news reports and such like that. But with cases like this and incidents like this, this is a testament to that no spectrum of fucking business politics government whatever you want to label it no spectrum of any of these genres and and areas are are oblivious or 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 bulletproof when it comes to allegations like this everybody's going down you know i thought the fucking january 6 hearings were interesting but shit this is fucking Mwah, French kiss. This is a lovely, lovely piece of a uh, 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 Kobe steak for me to fucking dine on. Woof. And we got much more coming, so you don't want, let's not miss that. When we come back, we'll have conversations with VXS own Isaac Rodriguez. He said he sits down with us to discuss um, a very innovative pay per view that's coming um, in July. We'll talk to him about that as well as what's going down with VXS, and it's futures and possibilities you guys don't want to miss that so don't go anywhere stick around we will return uh check you guys in a sec Tenerte en mí 
Larry Legend, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Tabloid Podcast. get back with my peoples especially when they they're doing well for themselves man and um i don't usually do that because a lot of the, a lot of my peoples are scumbags <laughs> <laughs> no nah, but honestly it's because they a lot of them are just busy and um it, 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 it it's it's one of those things to where i love to see where my people are doing so well i got my boy uh isaac Oh my God, VXX boy! Yo, how was it that we get here? Shit! Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm. We, we, we sitting here chopping it up, having a beer and stuff, and I'm like, what are we gonna do from here? What, 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 what? Yo, it's been a minute. It, it's been, it's been a minute, but I'm also saying like, where are we coming from? For me, right now, you, you and your crew is like. Y'all doing some things right now, man. And and I think the internet wrestling community is respecting that and they they following that. Um 
I'm glad. I'm, I'm happy to see that you guys go on on, on fucking tour. You guys, are yeah, cross country, man. Not a lot of, <laughs> not a lot of, not a lot of any promotion can do that. Um, right. How's it been going to see Vegas, Cali, and all beautiful. that? How's that oh, been? Beautiful. It's my favorite. Yeah, oh, it's the happiest I've ever been. Um, I always wanted to like do that, like like just like leave New York, see how not just like the wrestling scene is at other cities but also how the environment is mm. and uh dude i've never been to vegas before i've never been to uh california before vxs and it's like fucking it's amazing it's a it's a dream come true is it tough because vxs started on the east coast and yeah did you, did you think that the audience isn't here or did you think that it was immediately that you said yeah, we can expand to other places regardless of what the East Coast was like. It was always I always wanted to go out of out of uh New York. Mm. I always wanted to go out of state actually. I always wanted to hit up Philadelphia, hit and, and make rounds because I I studied shit like like uh Evolve, Dragon Gate and Ring of Honor when it started, Gabe right. Sapolsky. And I I studied how they started and I studied the cities they hit mm. and how they hit it. Uh, they never stood at one spot and that's how, that's how you grow your community. That's how you spread the word. You got to put the work, you got to make the miles, you got to do what you got to do and you got to leave that bubble. You know, I, you, you know, my whole yeah. experience with wrestling. Yeah. I, all I wanted was to get out the fucking bubble and, uh, take my people with me and, uh, it's a fucking dream come true, bro. Like everyone gets everyone everyone sees what we're trying to do, that how unique it's trying to formulate and, and be bigger than what it is now. Because we've only went a little over one year. We're about to hit year two in August. And Damn. we've already hosted events in Jersey, Philly, Florida, California, Nevada. Uh, I want to plan stuff in Texas soon. Mm. I want to plan stuff in Seattle soon with uh, Defy Wrestling. I want to uh, start a partnership with New Japan Strong and the California base. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll drop a bomb. I'm, 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 I'm getting uh, Yuya. You probably won't know, him, but uh, there's a very talented uh, New Japan student called Yuya Yamura, mm -hmm. and he's been featured on Strong and everything like that. I'm putting him against Jordan Oliver on the next show because i want to grow that relationship of not just the american uh quote-unquote young boys yeah. but from around the world you know uh whether they're mexican whether they're japanese whether they're black white whatever i want to put them on that uh main spotlight on the poster on that bracket and uh i just yeah i always wanted to like leave new york i always wanted to to grow because uh like for example when ring of honor started uh it wasn't just New Jersey. It was, it was Philadelphia, New Jersey. Uh, they probably hit like Poughkeepsie, New York or, uh, the Buffalo area for sure. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, with like Chikara at the time too. Uh, they had their people, uh, in the mix with them networking with each other. And, uh, that's like what I'm doing with like, uh, the companies like, uh, local wrestling in Texas and, uh, GCW, uh, being a big partner with us. Uh, you know, not many people can fucking say that. So it's, it's, it's it's sick and it's also a way of just like branching out. I always want to branch out. And that's that's been the goal since day one. It's 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 kind of different cuz not a lot of guys can do that. Not a lot of promotions can do that. Not a, a lot of companies can do that because it's always the idea of let me 
get hot in my territory right. and then yeah. build on what the social media burn is and let me They're get the, the views from there. They want to be king of their own mountain. And then <laughs> but not only that, but it's also like let's see what the 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 outside um territories would uh, if they do want to see us, did you guys right. sit there and get a big feedback from the West Coast, from the Midwest, and all that? And yeah. they were they wanted you guys to come out. And did you hear the the vibe of saying, "Hey, uh, what are you guys gonna come over this way?" Did you did you get that kind of vibe going on? Yeah, we did. Not only that, we we went to the West Coast, and people were uh, they they saw the vision, they wanted to go to the show to enjoy a really dope quality wrestling show, but. Uh, they, they stay with us, which is the most important part. You could mm-hmm. run a show to bring them back is the real, uh, challenge. And I've ran, uh, so far two shows. No, actually, well, three, three shows counting Las Vegas, but, uh, uh, they've had, uh, more and more attendance each show mm. and the, uh, same fans come back. And, uh, there's that dedicated fan base that wants to see a company succeed and they, they're, they're gonna go all out to drive from California to Las Vegas to come to the show. I've seen a lot of, uh, a lot of the California fans went to my, my Las Vegas show and bought tickets to the last show. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. But yeah, since like the first show, yeah, it was just off vibe. I actually like, I shook everyone's hand at the door <laughs> in my first uh, California show. Literally, uh, everyone that entered the building, I introduced myself to them and I, I, I told them, uh, how grateful I am for them to not just show up, but also supporting VXS. So it's crazy because, you know, it's not, it's not often that you get a promotion that does that, that they're, you know, right out the gate, that they're ready to just leave from that territory and branch out everywhere. Right. Anywhere. Is it because that you know how the East Coast is, that there's so many promotions that's in one realm and they're always on top of each other with, uh, event one weekend or the same weekend and bouncing up where you sat there and said, you know what? Let's see if we could go somewhere else and do this. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. I like space. I like, I don't like, uh, being competing with, with people at the same time. It's like bad for business. And I'm not trying to like go be number one in this state, number one, in this state. I'm trying to uh, present a product on a worldwide level and a platform people aren't used to, uh, that we're, thankfully doing with fight tv and uh uh we're selling thousands of pay-per-views in mm. the uk currently and uh i don't know it's, it's 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 just that independent drive and also like you really need to have that drive you need to want it and uh i think people are just comfortable like i said i think people the promoters are comfortable i think that uh everyone wants to be the king of their own castle in their own city and they don't want to like <laughs> They don't understand like the, how big the world is. Like they don't, right. they don't understand that. Oh, there's Philadelphia. What's outside of Philadelphia? But you still want to have that idea of being the king oh, of New hell York. Yeah, yeah East still, Coast. Yeah, East Coast you still want to have that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course, East Coast is home. East Coast is is definitely like why we started, how we started, and and we have our day one still that come to every show. But uh, we don't forget our roots. We we bring him everywhere we go with the influence of our presentation and shit. But Besides that, like, I, I, I think that, I think fans get it. Like, fans want to see us grow. They're okay with fire. All right, yo, you doing Cali? I got fans from, like, Jersey that don't even go to the shows. Like, yeah. yo, you going to Cali? Yo, that's so fucking dope. Good for you. I'm like, dude, like, thank you. Like, I, I wanted that. I wanted to branch out. I think I, 
went into this not just like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna run a show, I'm gonna get tickets sold, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish and run another fucking event in four months. Mm. I didn't do that. I, I ran the following month in a different city, and then after that, I did a different city, and then after that, I did a different city, and then I returned to the last city. I don't forget where I'm from. Right. And, uh, you gotta be consistent, I think, which is a big part of it in the first year. But, uh, besides that, it, it's it's the drive. I think a lot of I'll say I don't I don't give a fuck. I'll you know you're day one. You don't you don't beat me out or whatever. I I think promoters are just like too comfortable. For are sure. you considered the young the young uh, the young gunners of the new push for wrestling these days? Because you know we we hear that there needs to be a um, more youthful connection to wrestling fans and you know promoters who come in or have been into the game for so long that they're not really connected with the fan base but are you considered that kind of genre that knows what wrestling fans want to see or should see are you that kind of are you part of that whole that whole genre that comes in, because I know like the the like beyond those guys are right. uh, a lot New of those guys came, they, a lot of those guys came in young. Um, the the Philly uh, PA guys came in young as well. So, do you think that the way that you came in is under that premise, or is like you have that old soul? I love wrestling kind of thing. I definitely have that old soul, but also uh, like like you said, I th- I think people do see us as the youth movement. It's something that we take pride in, not with just the talent, but uh, fan base, uh, music, videography, everything uh, involving that. We we hire uh, several different independent uh, videographers that are also in the like young twenties age bracket. But uh, mm. I, I I have no place to say it, but I I would hope I think like yeah, it it looks like people are seeing it and and saying that we're like the youth movement of of wrestling, and I I do think I'm like one of the very few youngest promoters in america right now but uh besides that i i think so i think fancy it yeah i I would i would confidently say yeah we are the youth movement and we have a vision and we we want to uh show whether you call the cops or not on us (laughs) what what, what's the toughest thing that you got to deal with with you being as young as you are like when you come with talent that's probably got Uh, a generation in front of you and such like what's the tough you know they'll they'll sit there and you know judge you or or question your booking or whatever the case may be like what's been the toughest thing that you have to deal when it comes to that listening to the fans and also uh not insulting their intelligence and also uh booking that makes sense and has a consistent uh roster and uh yeah, I mean, I, I, but you're an indie show. Does it even make sense to like really book something that if, makes if sense? It, if it is on a monthly basis, yes. Yeah. I wouldn't say like every, oh, I run every three months, four right, months. Right, right. Nah. Because fans have short attention spans. Right. But, uh, no, people watch our old shit on Fight TV. And uh, I think that people are following with storylines. We just did, uh, the blow off with, uh, Oliver and, and Lloyd. And now we're mm. getting on to, uh, season two, and we got international people. I want to introduce like uh, a res from Mexico, who's one of the the best luchadors in AAA, but uh, he hasn't had that American spotlight mm-hmm. really. Uh, and 
I'll, I'll, I'll say like MLW has some contracts. Uh, he's a part of MLW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely. They, they can't work certain companies. They can't work GCW. They can't yeah. work anything, uh, like that. I don't know why it comes off very petty off of Court Bauer, I will say, but, uh, the, the fact you're not going to allow people like Arez or Calvin Tankman to work GCW is fucking stupid and yeah. childish. Uh, and, uh, the fact they get to run at Melrose Ballroom is fucking stupid. And, uh, <laughs> I don't like that, uh, people are going to dictate, uh, where you're going to work at, even if it's a home base. I think it's stupid. I think it's really petty, but, uh, yeah, I got off, I got off track. I'm heated up. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, you know, and this is exactly what a lot of people. I haven't been in the studio but behind it, the mic and like. But this is what a lot of people don't understand because, as a as, as a a man behind the scenes and a guy who who who's connected with yeah. uh, with the wrestlers and such yeah. that they don't they don't understand that there is yeah a lot that goes into it and and I, what I I try to tie into it was the fact that um there is. A, a kind of, um, not even, not kind of, there is the, uh, a politic that goes through all this. And right. I, I was trying to tie into to what I'm saying is that you, like, you're a young man in the business. It's not like you're like, uh, Corp, uh, Corp Bauer or, um, um, the, the GCW Brett Lauderdale kind of guy, but you, right. you're, you're, you're a young man and you have to sit there and, Try to book these guys. Try to book these matches. Try to book um, um, individuals to come to the show. Is like how difficult has it been, or not difficult for that to happen? Um, definitely. Uh, the financial aspects are always uh in mind when I am booking. Uh, I would say the most stressful part about it is uh communicating with other companies in order to get certain people on right. shows. Like in a res from uh, AAA who's also signed with MLW, like uh, anyone that is already working GCW in, for example, uh, GCW being in Rhode Island and I have a show in Seattle and I need to fly someone the day after. That's not cheap. Uh, are you, no, what I meant to say is like, yeah. are you not young anymore? I, you, I don't know. Are you, are I don't you, know if are, I can are, say that. Cause, you know, you look. Like I wouldn't you, say so. You look. Fucking I got a beard. <laughs> yeah, I got a fucking beard. Uh, <laughs> I, you look twenty without you know with or without the beard. Do, mm-hmm. do they consider you like a young boy? Or, yeah. Or yeah. Uh, do they? Oh, say, absolutely. Yeah, Brett, that's Brett's, what I'm saying. Brett's like double my age. Yeah, it's like, uh, and he looks like he's still and 12. he's a kid. <laughs> he looks yeah, like right. he's still, but he's yeah, trying right. to be hip. I see him because if you were trying to pitch <laughs> me some shit, I'm like, who the fuck are you? Right. Like, like but that's what I'm saying. Like. When you get to that conversation with people, do they look at you and, and yeah, and, I'm the kid. Okay. I'm, yeah, oh yeah, uh, they they doubt me, and that drives me more to <laughs> fucking, fucking prove them wrong even more. Yeah, I'm de- I definitely do get viewed as uh, the kid, but not always as a uh, negative light. A lot of like promoters I met, like William of Prestige Wrestling right. uh, in California, and and Brett Lauderdale, and uh, there are promoters that are like, yo. He's a kid, cool, but he has a vision and he has that drive that no one has right now. That he wants to like really put on a dope show and produce something that could be on TV. Like people do see that and they get hyped on the kid. There's also promoters from like IWA Mid South or whatever that are racist old fucks that want to be like, oh, right. he's coming on my territory, King of the Mountain, King of the Mountain. Right. Uh, so uh, they could take it as is. Yeah, I would say I'm like the the, the kid. Yeah. 
Is there anybody in your in your circle right now that um that you feel like shit? VXS could push them to the next level. Current, like all uh, already roster, using, yeah, yeah. Like on your roster. What do you mean, though? In what sense? I mean, like shit that they could fucking go to any like like TV and shit. Yeah, I uh, I said that about Daniel Garcia. Now look. You said that before, yeah. yeah but no one had him. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. Tankman. Yeah, you did. And they were the first uh, friends what? of the show. <laughs> friends of Turbo <laughs> Tabloid. Friends of the show. Yes. Um, um, currently anybody? now, like who's next, dude? Yeah. I love Gabriel Sky. Yeah, I love Gabriel Sky. Yeah. Another friend of the show. He's yeah. he's one that I I because I watch a lot. I watch too much wrestling sometimes, but I watch a lot of wrestling. Follow what these you guys need do. Pussy in your life. I get it. Um, <laughs> Um, (laughs) get pussy while watch wrestling that's what it should be yeah never intertwine never intertwine that shit is fucking it's weird very weird weird. it's very weird yeah fuck that let me put you in a figure four while I fuck you (laughs) live with the Boston crab (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but during the pandemic Gabriel yeah Gabriel Gabriel he's been ripped since the pandemic like he's been working out the whole time ridiculous I I did look at like who has been Who's been fucking killing it during the pandemic while the world shut down? That because whoever was on their shit uh, during then, I, I was always like, all right, they're they're ready to go. Yeah. I, I see that about like there, there's some North Carolina talent that's crazy right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, there's this, and you can see it's on YouTube. Uh, we have like a series we do called the Bootleg, <laughs> with his our pre-show, I guess, or kickoff, whatever take as you may. But it's some of the best matches out of the whole card that are yeah. free on YouTube to advertise the shows. And we had one in February uh, with this kid Jay Malachi. Mm. Jay Malachi, remember that name? He's uh early twenties, uh, North Carolina guy, and he. he he has that. He ha- he doesn't just have character, but bro, like you, you, he talks in the ring with his moves. If that's the best way I could describe it, yeah. he he's really good. Jay Malachi, you're gonna see him on uh, coast to coast for sure. Uh, a lot of the North Carolina people are sick right now. Smiley's sick. We were talking about Smiley earlier. I think Smiley has a lot of potential. Uh, we're talking West Coast. Eli Everfly is someone that I think who should be on TV. Uh, Jordan Oliver is the obvious uh, answer, being the ace of the entire company. Um, but yeah, I would say uh, Jay Malachi, since like that's like the least known name I could come up with right now. Yeah, well, that's in VXS. Do you think that that uh, VXS should be like the launching pad for your talent that's coming up? Because you know we always see that a lot of wrestlers who come up and they don't book them right, but. When you have your pay-per-views, you have your shows, whatever case it is, VXS, do you think that how you could pitch it is going to be that launching pad for your talent, like you just mentioned? Yeah. I think, you know, it's crazy. I I see it after the first couple of shows I did, I didn't think so. Mm-hmm. And then once we got the groove of it, I I do think so. Because, yeah. And we also have uh, people on the roster that uh, are all in for VXS and call it their home. So... Oh, I would say right now, as of right now, yeah, currently, yeah. People do view it as uh, a home, a launching pad, and a place that is one of the premier indies in America. Yeah, I would, I, would, I say that shit with pride. I'd give us a little over one year, and we're already on that top 10 uh, independent promotions of America. I'm very grateful for that. And, uh, yeah, I have people from fucking coast to coast, no pun intended. I have people from coast to coast in my inbox, like trying to send highlight reels and shit. Mm. So I guess the demand, it is there for talent. Yeah. 
You went to Vegas and you guys yeah. went viral over there, sick. man. Sick, dude. That that was that that was a big sick. plus. It was so sick. So when you start seeing that a video goes out from one of your matches and it hit the way it did, and it just yeah. started hitting. It works. Hitting. It hit different. Oh. <laughs> WWE 2K. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Go suck my dick sideways. Um, <laughs> yo. So what was your first thoughts when that was happening, when it started rolling out, when it was happening that way? I was happy. I, I it, it was purposely uh, supposed to get attraction. We ran in the middle of a mall. I expected people to like obviously come through a balcony or something like that. But uh, like we had a tremendous loss, uh, at least financially. But it's uh, advertisement. At the did end you of the day. know? Oh yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, you absolutely. Hit, you hit a loss there. Oh, we we had a, a loss in terms of uh, in terms of the the live attendance being controlled because no. it, it was in the middle of an outdoor mall. Oh, okay. So you have those, the you know, the, the, the yeah. comps and, and stuff like that. And, uh, but view wise, no, we, we like quadrupled, uh, views that day and, uh, got money back like that. And, you know, that's a success in its own. And, uh, nah, man, Vegas is sick, dude. So what's the benefit? The, is the benefit the, the venue or the benefit is the views? Oh, both. Uh, we, no one else ran a show that looked like us that entire, Week including AEW, everyone else was in a very dark bingo hall or mm, wedding right. wedding hall at least. Right. You know, uh, they had the you know the collective the collective gimmick they have. Uh, right, right, right. They had like they had those the lineups and shit. They were all at the same venue. They every show looked the same. I every show looked the same visually, and I'm I'm pretty sure that we had the most exciting show that entire week. Yeah, because I I I, I saw and I was like. Holy shit! I know that guy. <laughs> I know that a little company. bit of everything. I know that company. I try. I try like to not to book just deathmatch shit because like we had like our main event obviously, and then, but we also have our pure wrestling, which we we grand slam in and take pride in, and also bring back legends like Jack Evans, who uh, has been off of TV and is motivated more than ever to wrestle again. And is it scary to move away from that because apparently, like, that's. Apparently, the the audience that a lot of wrestling fans want to gravitate to is like that deathmatch, um, um, hardcore kind of thing. Is it scary to to book that way? Not you know, fearing that you're not gonna get an audience for that. Um, no, because a lot of people don't have a plan B, and I have a plan B, C, D, E, and F. And uh, we have Lucha Libre, we fact in, and we have everything that fans would love. Uh, it's in your face, and it's aggressive, and it's it's a different vibe. As long as the vibe is is still there, you can book whatever you want to book. As long as the vibe is there and the vision is there behind it. Um, with Deathmatch Wrestling, I, I, I became, I grew into a fan of Deathmatch Wrestling during the pandemic, seeing the crazy shit I would see online, and how creative people got with it, but uh, obviously people's lives are, you know, in the hands of whoever is involved, and uh, you just gotta do it with the right people. You just gotta know the right people. Uh, we're the only company to book Drew Parker from Japan, outside of GCW, thankfully, uh, with the partnership I got with Brett. Uh, we're able to book these people that uh fans are not used to seeing in a ring and uh no i i think that i think that it's not that difficult 
VXS presents Cut Your Balls Off coming out. <laughs> Horrible. That's that's all that's all I think about with Deathmatch. I'm yeah. yeah. Guys on the show know I, I'm not a fan of that yeah. shit. I, I whenever you will send me videos of shit, I'm like, why are you yeah. sending me this shit? <laughs> I really don't care. But you guys have been you guys at VXS have been doing really well with um balancing that. Um what has been your 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 initial push right now to this day to to give the fan base uh i i love the fact that you you give the classic when you get out to scorpio you also give um the modern day when you have alex zane those kind of guys what has been you guys um uh initial agenda to give the fan base uh for for wrestling when you go out there um put meaning behind every match and and uh that involves graphic work vignette work i do overnight losing sleep uh putting meaning behind every match and uh that's very rare now because people will just focus on main event and i i view my talent as every match is the main event and vxs that's why every match is getting the the noise it does and i think that if you have if you have like a right man i it's hard to explain. I don't. I don't know. I. I, I just got to. You got to look at it as a, a album you're creating. Uh, Kendrick Lamar said in an interview that stuck with me, saying every song he makes, he wants to make better than the last one, mm. and that's why I do with matches. So I, I. I imagine the matches in my head before I book it, and so, I look into great detail. So you're definitely the hands-on booker kind of. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Nobody absolutely. else is doing it. Oh no, I have Orlando, and I have uh, Jimmy, who also. Uh, helps me with uh, mm. coordinating with Japanese talent right. that he knows, like Drew Parker. Right. And uh, besides that, yeah, I'm very hands-on, uh, media-wise, booking-wise, uh, communication-wise. Yeah. Oh, okay. but, but team effort though. So we've all around with uh, making everything possible. We also have like open sponsorships that we've just started doing. That uh, a lot of uh, local shops that have been helping in uh, Las Vegas, California. That uh, help the show happen and go towards production and whatever else is needed. I'm and waiting for the marijuana distillery sponsorships. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I'm waiting wild, to hear wild, I'm waiting to hear that. No, but like, yo, there's so many companies that have that in LA too specifically. I'm wait, I was yeah. waiting to hear that. Companies based just on that, which is crazy. I mean we support it and we're very, you know, four twenty friendly, but also yeah. Uh, it's not based off of that. Like, it's not the show name or anything. We have did that. No, uh, in it's our, not. We, we have did that in our. I will say we had we have did that in our IWTV tapings, but uh, we've grown from that, and we we understand quality and also the the the, the viewings behind each person involved in the graphic and uh, of the theme of each show we give. And uh, yeah, we just try to try to go very aggressive. On yeah, I mentioned earlier when I said that um you guys expanded and went out there to Cali, and it's not that easy i saw the last shirt you guys had and it was a good showing but it's also like you got to work on it um is that something that you said fuck it we're gonna take a risk and just do it like the first one it was yeah yeah absolutely that was the exact thing i said i was like it's a risk and then uh the attendance doubled the following california right right and it worked and uh i'm i think that the fans there are super different from uh, the fans in the East Coast. Right. Because there's a lot of, uh, Toxica, coño. There's a lot of, <laughs> yo, 
know. Twitter drama left and right. Mm, I know what mm. you mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, uh, going there, it, it's, it is different. And fans respect the fuck out of it. I understand why, like, like, New Japan is there now. Like, uh, the fans are different. They're very, uh, into the craftsmanship and sportsmanship of wrestling more than, uh, Philly, where it's like, oh, deathmatch wrestling, oh, hardcore, <laughs> I'll stab him, stab him. I'm like, I don't, got, I don't, would never fuck with knives or anything like that. Also, I've seen like many, uh, Midwest promotions do that recently and triggered the fuck out of me. I would never have knives in my show. But, uh, besides that, we don't, uh, really cater just towards deathmatch wrestling. We try yeah. to cater towards, uh, violent and strong style wrestling and also the youth of wrestling right now and, uh, hip hop and trap music, uh, SoundCloud manner. So, uh, the, the California scene, uh, was sick, dude. I, I I know a lot of the artists there too, the independent artists that like do music there that helped yeah. out. They helped out uh, flyering at PWG shows with the excess flyers, and that helped a lot. And uh, it's just little by little. I'm obviously not going to sell out a uh, entire uh, cathedral like GCW does with thousands of fans uh, right. the the first couple of months. But uh, no, it's it. It is a, a home. It is second home for sure. But you guys are actually jumping out the window right now with the whole coast to coast thing right now, which is uh yes, sir. why why we're really gonna talk. And uh if if you guys don't know that um VXSS is the is the family here at Timbrook Tabloid and um what's what's the main spot uh, for us to talk about this this episode is you guys are doing a fucking coast to coast yeah pay-per-view yeah. or explain this what, so what what's this about we're going to be the first independent wrestling company in america to stream back to back from east coast to west coast uh all in the same stream uh but it will not be during the same time which i feel like fans will think of that uh, yeah. for, for example uh i don't know what your monday night raw at hammerstein and Barclays, I think it was too. You remember that? Okay, yeah. And they had to like switch back and forth, and like people right. were pissed and shit. Right. Uh, one is starting in the East Coast at 8 p.m. Eastern, three hour show. Uh huh. One is starting at 8 p.m. Pacific, which is 11 p.m. Eastern. Right. Which, right. Which is the end of uh, the East Coast card. Right. right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have them intertwined together in the same stream, and it's possibly gonna be six hours, but it's also gonna have some of the best wrestling you'll see around. Yeah, so which means that um we start eight o'clock in New York and then the next Jersey, one, New Jersey. Oh whatever. Yeah. And it'll start or East at, Coast, it, yeah. Yeah. It'll start East Coast here and it'll be done by eleven. And then uh the next one is gonna be piggybacking right after it. Right. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. No one's done it. I, I wanna like I said, I wanna do every event like better than last one. I also wanna What's the package? What it looks like? Uh, on fight? Yeah. Uh, pricing. Pricing wise, what do you mean? Yeah, like, what, what, uh, each event, each event's 15, and then, uh, we have a bundle if you want to see it in the same stream for 25 on, on fight TV. That's not bad. Uh, if you want to see, like, just the East Coast card or the West Coast card separately, which will advertise fully beforehand, uh, you get what you want. You know, so there's options. Yeah. Yeah, Fight TV loves the excess. I, I talk to the manager a lot, uh, over there. And, uh, shout out to Keith, my guy Keith. Uh, he, he was very, uh, 
overwhelmed when I came up with the idea on the phone with him before we announced it. And, uh, but he understood it and he was like, yeah, we can definitely do that. And, uh, we'll get the codes in for the production team when we have like the best production North and East Coast for, uh, live streaming right now on, uh, independent wrestling on fight. But, uh, they could like intertwine the codes for the HTM, the, I don't know what codes they are. They're like live stream codes yeah. that they intertwine inside of like their OBS, uh, quote unquote, or, uh, mixer or whatever, uh, prod, uh, program they have. But, uh, they, it'll, it'll, it'll stream right after the East Coast, the West Coast. It's pretty from California. Genius. Yeah. It's pretty genius. I, I, it's dope. And, and doing the math, like, uh, also behind the scenes, it's, it's, it is possible to do it in an affordable budget. It is possible to, uh, you don't always need a a meet and greet or a a big like star studded uh main event with the briscoes mm-hmm. for example to you know like yeah. give off what you want to do and we also have uh the right amount of fans to make it possible and also the right amount of sponsors and uh the viewership uh, also is i'm i'm expecting uh this may be our, our most viewed, uh, which is insane because our Vegas one was our most viewed, but this might be the, the so most where's the one. venues for each, um, for each venue? Uh, East Coast is, uh, this is all July 16th. Uh, it's a Saturday and, uh, we'll start at the East Coast 8 p.m. uh, at Ridgefield Park. Uh, this will, I'll announce it here too. This will be the first, uh, not first, sorry. <laughs> this will be the last VXS show at the Ridgefield Park building. Oh! Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, but it's relatively close, like 10 minutes from Manhattan, and you can just go there and take a bus or whatever you want to do. And, uh, we're going to start there at 8 p.m., and we're going to start at the Ritual Park, uh, Knights of Columbus. And then once it hits uh, 11 p.m., we're switching over to, uh, 8 p.m. Pacific time in Baldwin Park, California, in Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah, okay. so. Might, yeah. I might, I might tell my brother to go check that out because he he's in Cali, so he, he'll probably go check that out. Check and that it's, out. and it's affordable and it's some of the best wrestling you'll see. And you're not going to get the vibe that you get out of the XS show at any other show with whether it's, uh, the music or the action yeah. or the atmosphere around the, the action or the meaning behind it. You're, you're going to feel the most interactive you've ever felt in a wrestling show at VXS. What's your, um, What's your hope for the next year for VXS? Selling out New York. Really? Um, but you're not being anywhere near New York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you don't like New York because it's yeah. it's hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, just wait, though. But we have a couple yeah. of venues that you could play with. Um. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. So I, I had a meeting with the Elks Lodge a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah? Yo, they're crazy. Uh, They... they... <laughs> It's New York comes with a lot of restrictions for what I want to do. Uh, and not deathmatch wrestling, but like the vibe I do. We don't have chairs. We don't use guardrails. Mm-hmm. Uh, we make each other bleed off like combat. We implement very strong style action. And we also, uh, we don't have a curfew. We don't really like, we got it in New York. You got like end by like 11 on the dot or you got to fucking, uh, you got to put chairs up this way and you got to, you know, that's not VXS. Right. So, uh, there's obviously loopholes I'll, I'll try to find. Um, but besides that, I want to, I want to, I want to do it in an illegal manner and I'm, I'm looking to get my license. I, I got my LLC and, uh, I'm just trying to continue growing and, and I want to definitely go to the UK. My whole shit is like, then why not just play with New York rules for the moment? 
Yeah, it's and like the commi- it's okay. The commissioner, it, it, but it's okay. Yeah, like it, it. There's definitely like ways around. Stop it. being an asshole and be like, uh, no, I'm not gonna do that. Just, yeah, uh, okay, just fucking do it. It's just ex- do it. It like, is the most costly event I would throw though. Uh and yeah, I mean, bro, honestly, uh, the coast to coast event I think was gonna cost less than a New York show, and that's two different cities. I hear you. Like that's I fucking wild. So like, I hear you. So that's. The only thing I think that's been stopping me on, right. and like with Fight TV and the partnerships we have now, I think it's doable. And uh, I'm not going into Bikini the Mountain. I'm going in to throw one of the best shows <laughs> you'll see in New York. And uh, I'm but how is it that Long Island is able to show them shows? And well, it's Long Island. It's a fucking. No, it's a no. It's a whole new world, bro. It's a- <laughs> it's right there. No, it's right there, but it's not right it's there. Right it's like right attached to to queens uh i love long island i went to remarkable wrestling shout out kono shout tristan ty shout out dom denaro shout uh dr fucking redacted uh shout out everybody at long island strong island uh that's like it's their own it's like philly it's like it's their own it's their own uh long island still does their fan base demographic it's like their their own demographic of they have uh it's it's dope it's just like i i'm not from long island i also have no <laughs> i don't know shit about long island you know i'm, I'm from brooklyn it's just whatever's there is there it's there and i support it and i have friends there and i have uh athletes that there's a, cu- there's a couple there. of bars that you could work at dude there's a couple of bars i'm not trying to sell out a bar though I want to. I want to just like go all out and have really high attendance in New Come York. Come on, bars you could make some money out of. Though. I feel like no one from, no one from Harlem would go to a Strong Island. So. <laughs> but it's a couple of bars in in Brooklyn you could do. There's a couple. Yeah, yeah there's couple, a couple. A couple. A couple. Of them. I've seen. I've seen a couple of promotions that did it. Right. You, you oh yeah, with like the worst card. Nah. Well, I won't take. I won't take that. They had some homies on. But whatever. Actually. It's just. Talk to a bar and be like, yo, what are right, we doing? What right, are we doing? right, yeah, you, you right. Can do that. And they love wrestling. Of course. The, the, the bartenders that I talked to when I used to scout uh, at the time for another company uh, yeah. in 2015 uh where i used i used to do that and uh, i used to like look for venues under like seven racks or whatever and like i was like looking into the more uh party scene i was looking into more like mm. the more intimate venues and shit like that they all fuck with wrestling and they're all fucking yeah. ECW fans there's a couple of bars i'll give you that eh, 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 right and, and we, can, we can do that <laughs> yeah absolutely we can do that yeah and and, and Think about it's it. It's gonna happen. Think about it. I I can't really like talk on on that, but yeah, I, it's uh, I can't wait to announce that. I'll probably I'll announce it here. I'm not gonna jinx myself knocking on wood, but uh, New York's home. As always, gotta show love to my boy. As like, I want to thank everybody for for listening to my guy, uh, VXS Wrestling guys. You guys, if you're not on it, you're fucking missing out. My guy, we need a slogan still. Gotta kill it. We need to come up with a slogan, you and I. VXS, go fuck (laughs) your mother. Go fuck your mother. mother. (laughs) Gotta be something. We gotta, we gotta come up with something. We gotta, we gotta come up with something. Yo, VXS, go. VXS, go go fuck fuck your mother. You gotta come up with something. Yo, and fans, our fan, yo, our fans, BXM, BXM, fuck your mom, <laughs> fuck your mom, like it'll go mom. over. Like they, <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It's it's that like very uh, late night 
Yeah, exactly. A uh, vibe. So where where can it where can it get you at and where we, they can follow VXS at? Um, we got tickets for Coast to Coast on July 16th. We got uh, some more stuff coming up this summer. Check us out at VXS Wrestling on Twitter, Instagram, uh, MySpace. We got uh, VXSWrestling.com. It's basically a link tree, but I don't give a fuck. It's a fucking domain. Suck it. Uh, VXSWrestling.com uh, connects to our pro wrestling tees. You could... Uh, check out and you can also uh, support us heavily if you go on Fight TV and just spend the price of a burrito on one of the dopest shows you'll definitely, ever see. Definitely. VXS! Fuck your mother! <laughs> Yo. Fuck your mother! <laughs> fuck your mother! VXS! Yo. Fuck your mother! <laughs> Yo, that's the uh, next uh, Philly show. Alright guys. Yo. <laughs> Yo, make sure you follow these guys. Yo, fucking this is, this is the family right here, boy. Always. And that's what we always check in and thank you for Isaac. Thank for, you. Uh, thank you for in. inviting me. In. Was real. it good? Amazing. Oh, always. 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 Always, I always gold. Um, not much to talk about. We'll come back to you guys. Where's Grego? Um, he got AIDS and he died. So right, <laughs> right, right, right. No, <laughs> Greg, Grego was too much involved with his Russian wife. So uh, No way. He doesn't talk to us no more. He gets so. pegged, I bet. But no, you I'm know kidding. what? <laughs> <Good> <laughs> he might. He might. <laughs> He might. But that was you know 2022, bro. Like. But you know what? Since you mentioned him, I might bring a, I might bring a, a conversation Ooh. with him back because he's um he's missed here. So guys, don't Ooh. go anywhere. Stick around. Check your ass in a sec. Turnbuckle tabloid. Turnbuckle Tabloid.